for the most part, it exists, you know, like the job that you desire. I mean, maybe you made it out of thin air, but chances are you haven't, or it already exists on some level. You just want to like level it up a little bit. So you're not like, oh, I'm, I want to live on Pluto. I mean, maybe you do, like if you're friends with Elon Musk or something, but like for the most part, it's like everything that you want is out there and available. And so I always try to like channel that. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. All right. Hello, my cosmic baddies. Welcome back. Okay, this episode today, sit down, get your pen and paper out. Today's cosmic change maker is someone you've been asking for someone like this for like a year to come on the podcast. So I am very excited to announce we have on Megan Lanou, and she is a makeup artist turned amateur crypto investing baddie. She's also basically a spiritual powerhouse who gives credit to manifestation and mindset work for her success, how she grew her celebrity roster of clients, including names such as Julianne Huff, Sienna Miller, Cindy Crawford, and even working on a music tour with Tay Tay Taylor Swift, doing makeup for her dancers and vocalists. I mean, OMG. She's always believed that someone has to do the job. So why can't I? I love that attitude. We love this energy. She's a big champion for the power of believing you can have it and then just going after it. As she says, anything we desire also desires us. She's also in the process of starting a candy company, but in the very early stages, how sweet is that? Such a goddess of all trades. She is also the living embodiment of her big three. And all of this and more is why I am so excited to have her on as today's cosmic change maker. Hi, Megan. Welcome. Oh my gosh, that introduction. I don't even know what to say. I feel like I have to like sit back in my seat. That was so sweet. Take that it all in. So you are so excited. sweet. You are so busy. I didn't even get into like what I'm really excited to hear to pick your brain on. Like I, I you have so much <laughs> going on. I'm like, what do we talk about? These are like my favorite things. Candy, oh, right. celebrities, and like crypto. Like what? <laughs> I always say, I'm like, just follow what makes you happy. And I'm like, when I think about the things that make me happy, I'm like, there we go. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. I'll take all the goodness. All the goodness. I love that. Like, and okay, there's so many things I love about what you're doing. But the first thing I just want to jump off before I get into asking you any questions is I'm a big believer of exactly like being multi-passionate, following what lights you up, like no niche. We don't have to carve out a niche, like do all the things. Like I've done so many things many lifetimes within my lifetime. And I, I love that. It's fun and it's dynamic and it's like, it's juicy to me, right? Like you doing all that. I'm like, I want to just like dig in. Like, who is this human? Like, look at all these things she's doing. So props <laughs> to you for following all of that oh, and not you. limiting yourself. Okay. So why don't you tell people here, cosmic baddies of the world, a little bit about yourself and like what you kind of currently do at this moment. And then we'll kind of backtrack and tell your story of like how you got here. Yeah, for sure. And as you were saying, everything you were just saying, I'm like, all about like, we evolve, like we're not meant to do the same thing forever, you know, like we're supposed to be changing constantly. And so I think that's like why I had trouble with college and all of that, because it, you had to like, 
narrow in one thing. I'm like, I don't want to be good at just one thing. I want to be good at a lot of things. So did you live my life? Are you in my brain? <laughs> Are we in the same brain? <laughs> like, am I talking to myself? Yes. Oh my God. I could yes. not like retweet that, <laughs> like it, heart it. That is that is it. That's like some of my life philosophy. Like we're not meant to do one thing. It's so limiting. We're not. Yeah. Ugh, okay. Yes. So anyways, back to your question. I feel like that's like, like you were saying, a totally loaded question because pre-pandemic, I would just be like, oh, I'm a celebrity makeup artist. That's how I pay my bills. And it was very simple. And then after the pandemic, it was like, oh, are we allowed to swear on this? Of course, please. Okay. I won't say anything too crazy, but I was, you know, like, oh shit, hit the fan for real. And I'm a makeup artist. So it's like, people are, we're in each other's faces. So I feel like I was like, first one to go, you know, right. like breathing in people's faces and we have nowhere to go. It was a double whammy of like, not COVID exactly. friendly in the beginning. There's no red carpet. There's no gala. So they were like hair and makeup. You guys are out. I mean, everything basically. So you can't do my job on zoom. So I was, you know, sitting in the pandemic. I'm like, well, I still have crazy New York city rent to pay. And I'm in this studio apartment and I'm like, I couldn't get out of it. I tried. And so I'm like, how am I going to pay my bills? And I kind of like knew about the stock market. So I'm like, oh, there's a big dip because people are panicking. I'm like, so I'm going to buy that dip. And Mm. I just kind of like wrote it out. And then I started learning a lot about just like finance and my fiance, he's in finance. So I would kind of like banter with him a little bit. I'm like, what is this? And I kind of opened this like whole new beast that unfortunately, like a lot of us weren't taught in school, like how to get investing. So I kind of started doing that. And then I got bored when I wasn't doing that. And so I started like making candy. So I'm in this, like, I make candy, I invest in crypto in the stock market, and I do makeup. (laughs) (laughs) That old thing. I love that. that. She's like, well, you know, that old career path. (laughs) Oh, being a makeup artist. So yeah, I'm all over the place now. Like I just, and that's, and I think it's so interesting. And I do say this, I am somebody that like, if it's a small problem, like if I dry my sweater in the dryer, I tell everybody, oh my gosh, I put my sweater in the dryer and it shrank and it's a hot, hot mess. But if something really bad happens, like a pandemic and I lose my job and I don't have any money, I actually do much better with big problems than small problems. Mm. So like when little things happen, it's like shit really hit the fan. And then when like the really big things happen, I'm like, okay, let's go into problem solving mode. What can we do? Like, what are the solutions rather than the problem? So big problems, I actually like reinvent myself even more. Oh, I love that. Like just thriving under the pressure, like just being like, okay, get to work now. And I, the whole time you were talking is I was like, we've been talking so much in in our community and on this podcast about this concept of like the liberation, you know, the innovation through limitation. And I love, right. You said like, I couldn't get out of my studio apartment. I was like, that's probably the best thing to ever happen to you. Even though in the moment it probably was like anxiety inducing, like stomach in your butt kind of energy, like like I can't, I'm locked into this New York City real estate, like rent, like, but it's also like, okay, well, that's making me think, okay, stock market, like, okay, let's yeah. go there. And okay, so I, oh my God, I don't even know what direction to take this conversation in because there's so much I want to talk about. And you say things that I want to jump on you. Th- I'm like, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. You know, because like if people, they always say like level up in your life, right? 
like you said, if they would have let me out of my apartment, I probably would have just kept my life cool, calm and collected. I would have gotten out, you know, and I wouldn't have had to like find a way to make money, which wouldn't have, you know, it wouldn't have kept my creative juices flowing. But then when I was stuck, I'm like, okay, let's think, let's think really hard. So I do think like it forces you to level up. Like when you go bigger in your life. Absolutely. Right. It's like the pressure makes the diamond. It's the thing of like, in astrology, there's this whole concept of like squares in your chart and everyone's like scared of them. I'm like, no square. It's like oh, like a push moment in your life, pressure or something in your birth chart. And it's like, that's actually pushing you to be stronger, to think about things differently, to kind of, yeah, bust out, bust out of the comfort zone, get into the cosmic zone kind of thing. But yeah. it's, it does not come without discomfort. <laughs> so. Oh, for sure. For sure. You have to be uncomfortable to get something so to get something okay obviously i want like part of me just wants to dedicate this episode to like makeup tips and spilling celebrity tea but maybe that'll be a part two because also you're glowing <laughs> right now you are straight up glowing i love it oh you're so sweet i have a ring light on you have a ring light on okay i still like need to understand how i think i always use ring lights in the wrong way and you're using it like <laughs> perfectly right now <laughs> okay so Tell me a little bit about what led you to beauty and like that journey and like being a makeup artist. And then I kind of want to talk about like the pivot. So I'm going to spoiler alert. We're going to talk about this, but you're a Libra and Libra, like the second Audrey and Steph from our team told me about you, I was like, she's got to be a Libra with Leo (laughs) somewhere. And you're, you know, Libra sun, Leo rising. We're going to talk about that. But like Libra is the, you know, ruled by Venus and Libra is, I always say, is about like beauty and like money. It's like morning routine for beauty for Libra. It's like do your skincare routine and like while you're letting like a face mask sit, like go, you know, check your stock portfolios. So the fact that like this is too round and also Libra is very associated with like sweetness and like candy and like the Libra full moon is always what I call like it's like very associated with like the pink sugar moon sometimes of where it falls in the year. And like my, oh my life wizard, my husband's a Libra and has the biggest sweet tooth ever. So I'm like wow, wow, like this is tracking, this is tracking. She is on path with like her karmic assignment. So I want to talk a little bit about like your journey through beauty. And then I want to talk about the pivot into like what you're doing now and maybe, you know, giving us some good practical magic tips on like beginning to think about wealth and investing in a different way. So tell me about, because I love pop culture. I love celebrities. I love like the idea of being a makeup artist. So tell me about how you got into that. Okay, so- Basically, like you said, I kind of already knew like at an early age that like beauty was my thing. And I was always like braid. I used to charge my sister like 25 cents to French braid her hair. And then I was like, I was balling. I was like, okay, well, if I get four quarters, I can go up to the gas station and get some M&Ms. No joke. That's where I would spend my money. To the sweets, to the candy. It's all connected. It's all connected. So it was something that I always loved to do. Like I just was, you know, I would get my friends ready for prom, whatever. But this was before social media days, right? Like now I almost think it's easier and it's harder now because I think you can visualize and kind of see people that are, you know, doing jobs that you want to, like I call them, I don't know, expanders. Like you can see what people are doing, but with that comes a lot of competition. People are like, oh, that looks cool. And everyone makes it look cool on Instagram. So I was like, I didn't even know that my job existed. I grew up in Minnesota. Mm. And so I was like, 
if I want to do hair and makeup, I am going to be working in a hair salon, which nothing to that. I just, that was the only thing that I thought that I would be doing, you know, like, or you'd be working at a makeup counter. And I was working, like my first job was working at Ulta when I was like 16. And they were always like, Megan, go clean those shelves. I'm like, please, just somebody let me put makeup on them. So I was like, do you want to see the new mascara that just came in? So I'd always like grab people. And then when I was in college, I worked at Mac. I lived in Florida, but I was working at like the pro store and this guy came in and I was doing makeup, but I was in college and I was lost. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Like, I don't want to be in college. Like none of this speaks to me. I don't feel creative. I don't feel fulfilled. But like, so I had my Mac job and then this guy comes in and he was like, yeah, I just flew in from New York city. And I was like, what were you doing there? He's like, well, I do New York fashion week. And I'm like, what do you mean? What's New York? Like, what do you do? There's like a whole week of fashion. There's a whole, yeah. And he goes, I go put makeup on people for fashion week. And I'm like, wait, you can do that. And I mean, I know it sounds expander, so nice. IRL, yes. IRL. Yeah. I love that. Big time expander. So I was like, wait, and I, unfortunately, I have no filter. So I was like, get over here. I have a million questions. <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, girl, like I go do, you know, Mac sponsors all these fashion shows. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I was like, how do I do it? And he's like, well, you got to like work your way up in Mac. And uh, you just started and you're 18. I'm like, Ooh. or maybe I was 19 at the time. And then he goes, but there is this school in LA, it's called Mud. And you can go there and they teach you how to like work in the industry and they teach you how to do photo shoots. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this exists. I go home, I Google, you had to like apply. And I called my dad and I was like, dad, I'm dropping out of school. This is the only thing I want to do. And he's like, Megan, finish what you started. And I go, I have two and a half more years left. Are you crazy? No, I have to go now. And he was like, well, just finish your semester at least. And I was like, great deal. I'll finish the semester and I'm out (laughs) of here. And I did. I like finished the semester and I went to L.A., And I just, I was so hungry. I had like five girls living in a two bedroom and I was like, I'm not stopping until I'm a makeup artist. And it was like in my Mm. head that this is what I'm doing. And I was like, I'm going to do this. But at that time, like when you're 20 years old, you don't really care. You're just like, this is my dream. So I just kind of, I didn't stop. And I was super relentless. I just kept going. I was like, I have nothing else that brings me this much joy and happiness. So I'm just going to keep going until I'm really just homeless, I guess. <laughs> so just because I love the like, we're gonna talk about but I, I'm, I'm just leaking this throughout your chart. But your Aries moon, I'm cracking yes. up about this story. Because I mean, obviously, a lot of this we'll talk about your Leo rising is a big part of it. But Aries moon is just like, once you get something locked in, it's like heat seeking missile, like just get out of the way or else you're gonna be like, imploded on the journey and um there's so much like once you're passionate there's no holding back it's like initiation need to go it's like restless and it really is so driven and it's also such a like problem solving you're talking about big problem solving before like if like the aries moon and that's in your ninth house that wants to like learn and expand and be doing something that's like cross-cultural and cool and you have a lot of like seeker energy in your chart like why don't you just do things different like in, in a higher i don't know a higher broader view of your life like mm-hmm. so imagining like yeah your, your dad is kind of knowing like okay like just like, finish the semester at least You're like okay fine deal yeah. i can do that like that aries moon impatience once you have your sights locked on something is very real and 
Mm-hmm. Whenever I see someone with an Aries moon put their mind to something, I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to step out of the way. <laughs> How can I support you? And that's all I'm going to ask because trying to yeah. stop you or get in your way, like I'm not going in front of that like barreling train moving forward. So I love that. So you're there. You're working your ass off. Clearly it paid off. Mm, thank you. You're sweet. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I feel like everything – I mean, I think too like for an artist, we're always wanting more. So it's like, when you say that, I'm like, yes, but I want more. Like I want bigger clients, you know, like you always kind of want it to be a little bit more, but I, I do have to like pinch myself and be like, oh my gosh, like your dream agency that you always wanted to be signed with, like that's who you're signed with. And like, even things with like going on tour with Taylor Swift, I remember it was like, once something was like put in my mind that it could happen, it's like, I didn't let it go. And I had a girlfriend that she was like, oh yeah, like I go on tour like I go on tour as a makeup artist I'm like wait we can do that too and so it was like I was obsessed with it I was like oh that is me and I would think about it every day I was like I'm going to do that and so I was like 25 years old or something when I went to go do that and I was like this is so cool like I woke up on the bus every day I'm like is my life gonna get any better than this like I didn't know what underwear was clean or dirty but I was like it's totally fine because I'm, I'm on, on the road. Yeah. I'm on the road with like Taylor motherfucking Swift. So like I'm yeah. good. I'm good in dirty underwear. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really, that's so cool. So you talked about like manifesting like you everything. And, and we're going to talk about as it relates. Everyone has different powers of manifestation based on their birth chart. And so much of how you're manifesting, it sounds like very connected to your, your Leo rising. But you said like you just kind of were like, okay, someone's got to do this. So why not have it be yeah. me? Yeah. Can you walk us through a bit of like, yeah, what was like the big break? What was your like first moment of like, oh my God, I manifested this and this is crazy. Was it the signing with the agency or was there a certain client or just a moment where you were like, pinch me. Oh my God. Like, that's crazy. I just did this. I know maybe I should have that moment, but I think my career has been, I don't think there's ever been that moment where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this. But when I look back, I maybe should have had more of those moments where I'm like, whoa, I got to do this. I just felt, I feel like it's been a, a very gradual climb. Like it was work your ass off, work your ass. And you just, and you kept doing it. And like, you would have these moments where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm working with this person. And like, it got to the point where like, when I would manifest, I would buy things for my makeup kit that I was like, and I hope this wouldn't weird her out. I don't think it would, but like Julian Huff, like I really wanted to work with her. And I was like, I am going to go buy these eyelashes and I am going to put these eyelashes on Julianne Huff because I'm going to work with her. And there was no reason, like I didn't have a connection with her. I just was like, and I, that's my thing. When I work with people, I want to work with people that are like-minded, you know, like she's a very spiritual, like she's an amazing person, but it's like, I want to work with those types of people. And so that was kind of what I was trying to channel. And so I would, I would, I would go makeup shopping and I still kind of do that. I mean, we're in a pandemic right now, so it's like a little bit slower, but I do, I'm starting to get like my juices flowing. Like who's next? Like what kind of blush do I think they want? Like what is their lipstick color? Like, and that's how I envision it. Like I kind of create their makeup look in my mind, but then you have to let it go. And that is the thing with manifesting. It's like you bring it to life and you're like, oh my gosh, these are the lashes. This is the lip liner. This is what I'm going to do. I mean, her foundation is her skin a little dry. I mean, I create the makeup look and I'm like, I hope they put her in a blue dress because this would be amazing. (laughs) And (laughs) And then I just like send it out 
And then I truly let go of it. And then my agent will like write me. She's like, Hey, you're holding for Julianne Huff. I'm like, <gasps> you know, like, it's, yeah, I already got her lashes ready to go. And I hope she's wearing <laughs> blue. And it's okay. Yeah. She's a little dry today. Cause I've got her covered. <laughs> I got her covered. I got the whole oh. thing. I love that. And what a beautiful gift. So I think Julianne will love that story. Actually, I've worked with her too as like manifested her oh. as a client. Hey, are we all manifesting Julianne Huff? Um, just, but no, truly, <laughs> I also feel like that frequency, you know, so your Aries moon, your Leo rising, so that fire like way of manifesting, how we work with the fire in our chart. And if people listening have a lot of that, like especially in your moon, like you have it or in those spots of our chart and our Venus, things that are much more about the receiving, like pulling in energy. Mm-hmm. That claiming it through that, that embodiment, and like acting like it's already happening. I love that Aries energy. Like, nope, I am putting this into action, into initiation. Like, it has happened. Like, these are the lashes. And it's so much intention. And it shows the universe. Like, I always say, like, manifesting is receiving. It is like the vision board. It is the meditating. But there has to be like a contract, like a something, a step forward you're taking, not in a way that's controlling, not in a way that's forcing or pressure or like sweating, like clenching, none of that. Yeah. But there has to be like the action step, right? Like we all know having a business, you're doing things, you still got to like show up and do things. Yeah. And especially when it's like energetic, I love that ritual of like, I'm going to, I'm going to get the lashes for Julianne Huff. Like I'm loving that. I hope everyone can take that. That's such a beautiful practice and then releasing and then being like, okay, now on to the yeah. next thing. You know, I'm not going to obsess about it. We love that. And I also just want to really, I love your motto of like, someone's got to do this stuff. So why don't have it be me? That's so like your Leo rising. That's like Leo's beautiful energy. It's like, why not me? And I, I want everyone just to hear that. Be like someone's got to do the thing, the dream that you have, like the life that you want to live. Like someone's going to have that. So like, why not you? I know. I mean, for the most part, it exists, you know, like somebody's doing their makeup, like the job that you desire I mean, maybe you made it out of thin air, but chances are you haven't, or it already exists on some level. You just want to like level it up a little bit. So you're not like, oh, I want to live on Pluto. I mean, maybe you do, like if you're friends with Elon Musk or something, but, (laughs) but like for the most part, it's like everything that you want is out there and available. And so I always try to like channel that. So I think I twisted it a little bit, but I always like to tell this story and my dad When I was growing up, the only car that I could afford was a stick shift. And he was like, here you go. Like, here's your car. And he took me to a parking lot. I mean, he took me, I went in like three circles. That's how I remember it. Maybe he'd say that we went in 10 circles, but he was like, Megan, it's easy. First gear, second gear, third gear, fourth gear, fifth gear, just go like this. And I was like, I stalled everywhere and I was stuck in the intersections and I was like, Oh my gosh, I spent my, all of my money on this stupid car that doesn't drive and I, I can't move it. And so I called my dad crying. I was like, I just don't want it. I don't want the car. I was like, can I return it or can we sell it? I'm never going to drive a stick shift. And my dad was like, Megan, millions of people are doing it. Give me a really good reason why you can't. And I just kind of like took it with me and I'm like, and I kind of applied it to everything. Like, So many people are makeup artists. So many people start businesses. So many people invest. So many people do all these things. I'm like, why can't I? I'm completely capable of doing all of these things. And so that one little lesson Mm. that he told me, I was like, yeah, why can't I drive a stick shift? I was driving that stick shift in like two weeks. And then, you know, like I was good to go. So it was like, Uh I changed the way I just believed in myself. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of people that know how to drive these cars. Why can't I learn? And so it was just, I applied it to everything. 
I mean, I love that. The power of <laughs> Aries is also warrior energy. And I love just plugging into like that inner warrior mindset that is a little bit like getting past that initial hurdle, the initial yeah. discomfort, whatever it is. And like, I was just talking to someone who's a professional athlete the other day. They were talking about this. And then I was talking to someone who's a doula who was talking about this the other day. Like, there's so much that you just have to get past, like whether you're giving birth or whether you're yeah, getting ready to invest or it's like millions of people have done this before me or like people have done this yeah. all around the world. People are driving stick everywhere. And like, I can do this too, right? Like I am not like the one lone person unless you're again, trying to live on Pluto, which good luck to you. <laughs> that is one lower to the underworld planet. I don't want to live there. Like unless that, that's a true, like anything else you're like, okay. And there's something oh. beautiful in that. So let's shift gears a little bit and talk to what, because that same mindset, that same mentality, I'm super interested how you applied that to you talked about your investing, kind of like sound like you're doing some day trading and checking things with like your fiance. And then you started to make the move into more like crypto from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Just download. Tell me about that. Tell me about that. Okay. So, I mean, Bitcoin's been around. I mean, people have been doing it since like 2010 when it was like really shady. But honey, oh gosh, if someone would have told me in 2010, I would have bought a few coins. Anyways, they would talk about Bitcoin or whatever during all these other things that I was investing in. I just kind of would go down rabbit holes. And so somebody came up to me because I would talk to anyone who would listen. I'm like, oh my God, did you see what this stock just did? Oh my gosh, did you see this? I was super annoying. And I think that's why I got myself here because I probably had a few drinks and then I met the girls and I was like, Hey, you guys, you got crypto, go home, wash your face, buy some Bitcoin. And they're like, that's it. Wash your face and buy some Bitcoin is the tagline. You are famous at cosmic RX. Cause like wash your face, go home. And that's when I was like, she's a Libra. Like it's like, that's, that's the Libra tagline of 2021. And at the time I was like, that is it. So the best advice I ever, but okay. So you're telling everyone this. I love that you're just preaching the gospel around the streets of wash your face, buy some Bitcoin. Okay. Yes. So you're doing that. Anyone who would listen, I would kind of be like, oh yeah, did you see this? And so then I kind of got into this crypto world, which I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what it is. Like, it, it, I mean, it is still to be completely honest, like it's not regulated. So it is a little frightening. Like I don't say like, go dump all of your money into it. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that it is probably the future, especially I won't go down like all these weird terminology, but like with inflation and stuff like that, I do think that it is a hedge Mm -hmm. on inflation. And it's a way to have another means of currency. And so I was like, Oh, I'm just gonna like, get a little bit without telling everybody what my portfolio looks like. But um so I just started <laughs> dabbling into it. And like the more I would read, I'm like, oh, no, this is legit. Like we're the world, I believe, will mm-hmm. be crypto. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, there's a bunch of there's a lot of little coins. I like to call them shit coins. But there's like Bitcoin and Ethereum, which I believe are just the bigger players in the game. And I think Mm -hmm. that they'll probably last longer. These are all my opinions and this is not investment advice at all. Right. But yeah, so I just- We're not legally or financially responsible, but this is just advice. Take it, but this is great advice. And this is someone who's doing it and living it, okay? Yeah. And someone who's not like a douchey guy at the bar, mansplaining to you, which is why I'm also happy to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and and that's the thing. It's like, it's a very, I will say this, it's a very, very volatile investment. Like- Woo, hold on tight. I just say buckle up, buy it if you believe in it and just kind of let it go. And like, let's just cross our fingers. It gets regulated and this is something that we can use. But 
I mean, Airbnb was saying they were going to accept Bitcoin. Tesla said they were going to buy it. And then they like kind of backtracked on that. But it has to be regulated before we can start using it as currency. But I know like the Staples Center in L.A., what do they call it? What mm-hmm. do they call it? Crypto yeah. or crypto? Now it's yeah. called like, I literally was talking to my husband like the two nights before that. And he's like, you know, he's old school. He's like, I don't know, like this whole crypto thing. And then like two days later, I was like, well, babe, you in the Staples Center? It's yeah. not like the cryptocurrency center or something. Yeah. So I think it's going to be around for a while. <laughs> like that was I mean, a, That was a baller move too. It was like, here you go. Just going to lay down some cash. (laughs) I mean, it is like a new aged way of thinking, right? Because like, I was like, wait, so I can never have my Bitcoin. Like I can never hold on to it or like put it in my purse or any. And I mean, but when you think about it, everything is kind of digital anyways. Like if you go to the bank and you have a hundred thousand dollars in there and you're like, Hey, I want my hundred thousand dollars. They're gonna be like, give us a moment. Like we're not going to give it to you right now because everything is digital and it's, moving around anyway. So it's like your money isn't, that's just a number on your account. So like crypto mm-hmm. is essentially the same thing. It's just showing you what it is, but it, everything's going to be transferred digitally or mm-hmm. like through the mm-hmm. web. You're not going to go take your Bitcoin and then go buy a house with it. It's not like a physical and, but nothing is really anyway. Nothing, we've been trained, like we're moving to, towards such a digital currency society, whether that's crypto or not, just like, you know, I mean, in New York City, I know it's like hard to find places that take cash sometimes. I'm like, seriously? Yeah. And my hope yeah. always keep cash around. It's important. Also, what else are we going to put in like dollar bill guns? What are we going to throw in the air? Like we just yeah. don't care. What are we going <laughs> to swim in a bed on one day? Like we've made a lot of money. Like I hope we keep we, cash will be around for those things. But when it comes to like large sums of money, yes, it's very rare, like you said, that I'm just like, I'm just going to sit here and count my $100,000 in like yeah. green paper. And I do think, like, if anyone listening to this, if you're in my community, if you've gone to my webinars, you know, like, the astrology is, like, literally like a red flashing light of, like, everything. In 2018, it's, like, huge currency changes are happening and, like, all that technology in the digital sphere and huge things about real estate in the digital space and art in the digital space, all these tourist principles. And I'm watching this and I'm like, okay, like, what? Like, what does this mean? I don't know. And then I was like, oh, I remember in 2008 is when I read about blockchain being written. Oh, I mean, yeah. no, I didn't read about it then. I read about it like 10 years later, obviously. But I was like, <laughs> oh, and that was this astrology moment that was about like the beginning of the end of like how we know about financial institutions as we know it yeah. in our society. And that comes to a culmination like in 2023, basically. And it was like wow. a rebirth moment. And it's about like money and like rebirth of like healing the money to kind of like start healing the world and like an end of like a 300 year cycle in our country. So I'm looking at this and I'm like, Oh my God. Like, Whoa. yeah. So I'm like, I got to start learning about this. So, okay. So, <laughs> we, you know, so I like from hearing from you, it's like first steps, maybe starting off. If you have a little bit of money, is there like a minimum? Like, and how do we start doing, I, it's like a cold wallet. Tell us about like, if someone was listening to this, I was like, okay, I'm going to take a little bit of money that I'm comfortable with understanding the risk of like, I'm not going to put all of my, 401k or all of my money I yeah, own. Don't do like, that. don't do that. But like, you know what I have, like, let's say someone's listening is like, you know what? I have like a thousand dollars or $500 or 10, yeah. I don't know, whatever money people have that feels like comfortable to play with. Yeah. How does one start? Okay. So, I mean, there's a bunch of different like platforms that you can use. There's Binance, there's Voyager, there is Coinbase. There's a bunch of different places. You can buy it on Robinhood. 
You can't buy it on like a Charles Schwab account, which is where you would buy stocks. But there are ETF funds that have different cryptos that you can buy like on a Charles Schwab account. But if you wanted to do just like buy the crypto, I buy mine on Coinbase, but you can do whatever you want. So Coinbase is supposed to be one of the safer platforms, one of the, Mm -hmm. the websites. So you can store it. People like to do cold storage, which I have not gotten into cold storage. It kind of freaks me out, honestly, because you have a hard drive and you take your Bitcoin and transfer it to your hard drive. And then you keep that hard drive in your Mm. house because there are a lot of hackers. There's a lot of people from like Russia. I've heard of this where people will get into, oh, don't get me on the hacker stories. I've actually known people that have had this happen, which is so sad, but they they basically duplicate your SIM card and then they get into your phone and then they reset your password while you're sleeping. So they kind of know the time zone your phone is in. They can tell if it's been moving and they'll do it while you're sleeping and they'll completely drain your like crypto account. So if you do do Coinbase, they do give you an option for, it's like a wallet. It takes 24 hours to put it in and then it takes 24 hours to take it out. So like if you hear bad news about Bitcoin and you're like, oh my God, I want to sell it. You're going to have to wait 24 hours to actually get it back into your wallet to, to sell it. So that I guess is the risk with it, but it is definitely safer if you put it, if you transfer it into something. I mean, you can do Bitcoin, Ethereum, all of that. Okay. So yeah, so there's, there's a bunch of different things. I don't really know. I think some of the other platforms like Binance, they're supposed to have lower fees. Robinhood, I know, has lower fees, but I won't get into all the, like, some people think Robinhood's more amateur. Some people don't. So it's just kind of... Yeah, so you've been on the rabbit hole. So like, I have a lot of information from, like, the collective, like, consciousness about, and the blogospheres and the Reddit threads. But, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you so much. This is just helpful takeaways because I think... I'm sure I'm not the only one out there who's just like, what? How do you? How do you even start? And I know. that's helpful. And and I would say, from literally just an astrology standpoint, knowing little nothing nothing about crypto, is that I think the security is something that people are going to want to look at. Like even if you have to have less, like you said, fluidity, or even if people start looking to this like cold storage, even though it's intimidating, because that is also part of the astrology. Is like I think we're going to see this year, and especially in. February and then August, like a lot of like data breaches and cyber terrorism sort of things that are attacked. So I'm like, I think it's worth probably what it sounds like is to keep your digital shit very protected. Very protected. So yeah. I think that's that I'm again just adding my two cents as the cosmic consultant of like that makes sense with some of the stuff I'm seeing there. And also in the fall, all into the fall, summer fall. So okay, so that's so helpful. I just want to say this with what you were just saying, the you know, hackers and stuff. I had to call my cell phone company and say, do not make my SIM card transferable. So that's how a lot of them are getting. So everyone can Mm. basically, they can transfer their SIM card and duplicate it. So I said to my cell phone company, I'm like, is this what's happening? And they're like, it's happening to so many people. So I locked my SIM card. Mm. So you have to call your cell phone company, lock your SIM card. There we coming in, coming in hot. We coming in hot. Yes. We said we were going to do some practical magic, Cosmic Heroes. I told you to get your pen and paper out. This is some real, you know, my Virgo is living for these actionable tips and this inside scoop. Okay. Wow. You're so generous. And we're going to move into your birth chart in a minute. But I also just want to say, again, this is like such a bigger conversation. We can do a part two of this episode. But like, 
what's your vibe? Give me the like Megan download, the like finger on the pulse of like, are you involved with like the NFTs and the metaverse? How are we feeling about that? Like, okay, <laughs> I do. I know. Do you see me sit back in the chair? Ooh, you sat back. You sat back. Had take it in for a second. <laughs> what do I think of metaverse? I fully believe metaverse is going to be the future. Fully. Yeah. I do believe that there's going to be a lot of positives with it. Like at first when I heard it, I'm like, this is scary. We're going to walk around with our goggles and these things on our hands and feet. And it's creepy. Like we're all, I mean, we thought Instagram was bad. Now we're all going to be like living in this virtual reality world. I do believe that it is the future, but there are like good things about it because I'm like, you know, you can learn. Like if you were taking a marine biology course in college, they're like, here, put on your equipment and you can basically go to the Great Barrier Reef and like swim around. Mm -hmm. And so you get to see it. And so I do think that there's like educationally, like you're like, oh, I've always wanted to go to Japan or, you know, people who are really sick in the hospital and they're like, I just want to like see what it's like to go on a beach. Like that's what they're aiming for. So I do think that those are like the positives about the metaverse. But as far as I have not purchased anything, I've looked into it. You can do that on OpenSea if you want to like look into the metaverse purchasing property. So there's like Decentraland. I'm sure there's other lands that I don't know about about in this universe. But people are like purchasing lands and they're selling it and they're making so much money. I think one property sold for like 2.5 million already. And so they're just buying a property and selling it. Like I know Nike... Adidas, like huge companies are also buying property there. Like they're already trying to get like their stamp of recognition in this land. So I haven't bought it because it's a little, it's just, it's, I mean, if you think crypto is not regulated, I think that's like a whole nother land. Like I, I can't, and like the NFTs where you're buying digital art, I mean, I'm probably going to kick myself the way, like when you hear Bitcoin, you're like, oh my God, he's going to have digital, you know, Mm -hmm. but the, the digital art, I'm like, I don't get it. I can't get it. And I think right now, these are my opinions, but I think it's just so high and everybody's talking about it. And so the prices of this digital art, they're going for like thousands and I mean, tens of thousands of dollars, if not more. And I think it's having a moment and I think it'll, in my opinion, it could definitely come back down, but I think it will all exist. I just, I don't know if this would be a time that I would buy when the hype is so high, but it could keep going higher. So people were freaking out about Bitcoin when it was like 18,000 a year and a couple of months ago, and it went straight to like 67,000. So you never know, like you never know when the hype is going to stop and you never know like when you should get in on it. But I just don't understand. I don't, there's like the apes and the the apes and the, the toads, like there's just... I don't even know what that is. I think there's 10,000 different apes. There's 10,000 ape artwork and each one is going for like $30,000. But you have oh to be God. one of the... Yeah, so they can't have any more ape artwork. Right. I shouldn't keep going into details because I don't fully get it, but I just know it's like very strange to me, at least. But people are making a lot of money. Right. And there's just, there's that feeling of like, okay, like this is the next, and just like crypto and there is like risk and there's, you know, volatility of like what's happening and, you know, there'll be like a big uptick and maybe a backlash and and things will take the time to figure out, but definitely is the way we're moving, right? That's just where we're going is this things. And again, just as my cosmic consultant two cents when you're talking, I'm like, 
everything you're saying, everything in the astrology is also pointing to from like now until like July of 2023. I think we are going to see governments try to get in a lot in on like crypto and regulating or figuring out some sort of like common, you know, crypto. I don't know how it's going to affect everything, but that's yeah. going to be where countries are going to get on board on that. There's going to be countries, I think they're going to loop into the metaverse and like open up their borders, like digital, like if you're in the metaverse, you can also be a citizen here. And like, and there were also moving to actually like a way less global society in terms of travel, like the next few years are about like being more in like our local communities and staying put. But that makes sense. VR is going to have a huge moment in this year. Like I think it's going to go way more mainstream. So hearing about you saying like, yeah, you're going to like sit at home, but you could be like at the Great Barrier Reef or like in Japan. I'm like, that's so like, that's like five things in the astrology pointing to that right now. So I'm like, mm -hmm, that makes sense. And it sounds like part of it sounds crazy. And everything that happens, there's the shadow and the light, right? There's the high consciousness, the low consciousness. And there's going to be the things going to be the blessings. And they're going to be the things that are gonna be like, oh, fuck, now this is our next thing to figure out and unpack as a society. And we'll deal with that, especially as we move into like, I think like post 2024, 2025, we're going to start being like, oh, we got to like figure out how we don't become like robot AI humans. Yeah. But I do think in terms of if this conversation, we're not talking about ethics, we're not talking about like human soul evolution right now, but in terms of like investing. And I think that a lot of the things happening right now feel like when you were saying this, like leveling of the playing field too, of like, not everyone can afford to go to the Great Barrier Reef. Not everyone can afford to go to Japan. Not everyone... There's going to be like a redistribution of opportunity and of wealth happening, like probably unprecedented like in our times. And why I wanted to talk to you, why I'm so passionate about wanting to like get this out to my community is I'm like, it's going to be up for like the taking of who's like in, who's a pioneer of this next moment. Like, yeah, this is the like modern day, like, okay, who wants to get in a covered wagon and go out west or who wants to like get on that Mayflower, see what's going on over there. And, you know, I think that we can learn a lot. And I think that it's definitely something to take, you know, calculated steps on. But I know for myself, I'm like, all right, this is the year Maddox. I've been like towing the waters like, no, I'm scared. No, I'm scared. Yeah. I'm like, no, this is my year. I want to just see what's going on there, make some small investments and at least just start to become like literate and savvy and don't let myself be like intimidated and figure it out for myself too. I'm like, I'd rather just do something small than not do something at all. Yeah. Just get in. God, you have been so generous. Anything you want to add to this conversation before we shift gears? We got to start talking about your birth chart because you have been like a wealth of wisdom right now. I want to return the favor a little bit, but oh anything gosh. else you want to add to that conversation before we shift gears? Well, like for you, and if there's other listeners that would say like, oh, I just want to get into it. And I think a lot of people get so intimidated by this, you know, like it's made for Wall Street, you know, like people think, oh, if you want to invest in all of that, it's so complicated. I remember thinking, oh, this must be so complicated. And I always say, where would you like to go? What do you like to buy? Who do you like to buy? You know, like just very easy questions. Like, do you like to shop at Nike? Do you think Nike's a good company? Like, start reading a little bit about Nike. Like, do you, whatever, I like Sonos speakers. So, like, I was like, I like these speakers. And I think they're going to be a good speaker for a long time. So, like, I would buy Sonos stock. So, like, do you go to Starbucks every day? Maybe you buy, like, so I just, I always like to keep it simple. Like, really buy what you believe in. For me, I'm not going to go buy, like, a tobacco company. Or, you know, like, because I don't smoke cigarettes. You know what I mean? I don't even know if they really... 
I'm sure there is tobacco stocks, but I don't even look at them. But I just think, and I think that's kind of like your power too, is like when you really believe in something, you're kind of energetically connecting with it. It kind of, you serve, you serve the company, the company serves you. It kind of works hand in hand. There was things during the pandemic. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to buy it and see what happens. But it wasn't anything that I cared about or knew about. Not saying always, but sometimes those things just didn't do it for me. But like the things that I actually was like, whoa, I believe in this. And like looking at things, you know, like these EV stocks and things that you think are the future, like just think of it in like a very simple way. It doesn't have to be complicated. So that's what I always say to people that are like trying to get into it. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Again, like you're just saying through a different lens, I think a lot of what we talk about here and what I say a lot in the, like in our teachings and in the podcasts is that I'm like right now, again, the astrology is like opportunity to change up the world. We have to like invest in the world that we want to see. So it's like, hey, if you're passionate about something or you like something and you really got to like look behind like the corporate, you know, curtain of things and be like, actually, I don't like that culture. I don't like that brand. I don't like that bank. Like time to divest and time to, yeah, like put my money, time, energy. But in this case, we're talking about money into like, yeah, I love that company. I love what they're doing. I use them. Other people are doing them. Or like that is the kind of company I want to see doing. Oh, they're doing something cool with like marijuana that's like healing and lovely. Oh, yes. Hell yes. I believe in yes. that. Or that company is run by that kind of like person who's underrepresented and they have new ideas. And that is again, like spoiler alert for hot tip for investing. Like we're, we're moving to some very progressive, inclusive times. So like thinking about that too, you know, divesting from the old mediocre white men is definitely going to be an important hot, hot <laughs> crypto cosmic <laughs> consultant. But that ties well into the first thing I want to talk about is obviously I mentioned it before. But you're Libra Sun, and I'm going to ask you if you have any questions about okay. your chart in a moment. But I, I've got to who you just that was a perfect bridge. You set me up perfectly for this because Libra, you're ruled by Venus, and um, I think the first thing people think about with Libra is like all oh, about balance. Yes, it's the scales, like harmony. Yes, relationships are very important to Libras. Like you do well in relationships, you find a lot of power, like in partnerships. But like Libra is so much more. And I always say Libra is more than just a pretty face because Libras are gorgeous. They are. And Libra placements in the big three, I'm like, oh, like it's just an etheric, delicate, beautiful, like graceful beauty. And usually they are very drawn to like being in a realm, something about beauty, fine art, jewelry, you know, makeup, beauty, skincare. Libras love that. But I would say it's more than just that because you're also about money. Venus is finances. Venus is like our values, our worthiness, our network. And it's also Libra in particular, even outside of Venus, is really about those scales of justice. So talking about like, how do we write the scales? How do we bring a little bit more balance and equity back to our society? How do we kind of write the ship where we've gone too far off? And it's just hardwired in like Libra. And I love, and your Venus is there, which I have the same placement, which just adds to that. It's like double whammy for you. You have your sun and your Venus in Libra. And it just means like that is who you're here to be is almost like shine in this Libra light and like let things almost like come into your field that are very Libra, like just being a magnet for Libra things. Mm -hmm. And you're also meant to like make money doing these Libra things. So off the bat, when you're talking, I was like, <laughs> I love that, love that energy. And thank you for embodying because I feel like sometimes I try to tell them like, no, Libra is more than just beauty. It's more than balance. It's like, 
so much more complex. So thank you for being such a beautiful like example of that for people. So before I get into anything else about your chart, are there any questions you have? You've been so generous. Is there anything that like you've always wanted to know about your chart or astrology in general or something mm. you have coming up, a big launch or something you want a little advice? Oh, yeah. Well, I'll ask you that. My my candy company that I've started, Mega Sweets, I'm planning to launch before summer, so hopefully before June. So if you see anything happening there, you can tell me. And you don't have to sugarcoat it. You can be real honest. I won't sugarcoat it. And I would never sugarcoat <laughs> things with an Aries moon. Are you kidding me? Even Mercury and Scorpio. There is no BS. You have a no BS detector, like built right into you. So I would never. But repeat those dates to me again. I'll just look at your chart. Before June. So that's what I'm aiming towards. But hopefully yes, in like. Up. Okay, good. We're good. <gasps> thumbs so thumbs up for rock and roll. Thumbs up for rock and roll, baby. Okay, so just to give you a little of the, oh God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited you said that. So mm, downloading, processing, (laughs) buffering. So that's a absolute exquisite timing. The beginning part of the year for you is going to be like, you're gathering information, you're planning, you're plotting, you're dream weaving, lots of manifesting, like I would like in addition to your, you know, business plan and spreadsheets. And that's kind of the energy through March of like planning that is also the energy till March is like the dream weaving, the manifesting, like mapping out, like what stores is this going to be in? What online retailers, what celebrities are going to be caught eating this? And like people magazine, Mm -hmm. is there even still people magazine? I think there is, but you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. mapping that out with that beautiful Aries moon manifesting style you taught us about, like the claiming it energy, like, yes, this is the outfit I'm wearing to my first freaking award-winning banquet for being like whatever entrepreneur of the year like i want you to do that like manifestation work and that also that like behind the scenes laying the foundation like what do you need to be successful in this business getting your p's and q's in order you know the legal the financial the planning all of that put into place and then you're gonna start to feel like a tide of energy shift in march like starting to feel like the pulling right like oof, now this is the next level And then May 10th through October 28th is a very auspicious time for you. Like it is go mode. Like what I said before about like get on board or get out of the way, you are going to be Aries ramming your way towards the future. And it's just going to be like fire, go, like just watch out world. And you might be just moving very fast. You're entering what's going to be like a sneak peek for what they call in astrology, like your emerald year, your Jupiter return. So it happens every 12 years. It's like you're setting up something once in 12 year level of like blessings and expansion that's kind of setting you up for the next 12 years. That officially more goes down for you like 2023, but you're going to feel it May through October. Mm -hmm. And that's just a time for you to like go dream big, take, shoot your motherfucking shot like just like i am going for it i am gonna dream bigger you're gonna feel your whole world expanding it's in your ninth house which is already the house of expansion so it's like (laughs) doubling down on that that's where your aries moon is too so you might find during that time like more creativity than you've ever used in your life you might feel more like emotional fulfillment you might you might feel your moon stretched like wow i have to like even like figure out how I can take care of myself during this expansion. Like, what do I do to make sure I'm emotionally grounded and centered and clear and not burnt out? Because that could be like a shadow energy of that. You could just be doing a lot. So I would use 
from now until May to be like, what are my systems? What are my structures that I put into place? Like, so that I can also, like Aries is the me, like, so I, as the equipment, as the vehicle, as the rocket ship, like, what do I need from this journey too? Because like being an entrepreneur, it's like everything just emanates. You are, you're just, you know, your business is just a version of you. So it's like, am I taking care of myself? What do I need for that? Is that like making sure I have certain appointments booked on the regular with my whoever it is? Mm-hmm. A yoga teacher, a therapist, and making sure I get an acupuncture. Am I making sure I have like my vitamins unlock? Am I making sure I'm drinking water, you know, getting sleep, having boundaries? Like, because this wave is, it's like, it's it's just going to be like a tiger going like full throttle in the jungle, like after something. So yeah, I'm like, giddy up. Like when you said buckle up before about something, I'm like, okay, now we got real buckle up. Like you're going... Um, it's, it's going to be so beautiful and it sounds like you have the perfect vehicle to launch and don't hold back. Like it's, it's also a time of very Aries kind of energy of like, it's better to do it and do it like fast and get it done than to like overthink. Oh yeah. It's like oh, a moment of like leading with instinct. Yes. Like just, just let it be a little bit messy. Let it be a little bit like, cause if you wait too long, it's like that current is going to like overtake you. You want to just like yeah. ride with it, right? Like yeah, I'd yeah, rather yeah. just do this. And you're probably going to be plugging into a lot of the energy your dad taught you about of like, okay, this other people did this. I can do this too. Like, yeah. and just using that to get, move past any like blocks, any upper limit beliefs or any just like roadblocks. But truly it's going to be a pretty wide open boulevard for you during that time. And I just want you to like run and then you can rest and take a little like, pull back, reassess in like end of October, early November. And it's just going to be from now until July of 2023, a huge time for your career, huge time for your public image. You have your midheaven, which is your like highest point in your chart. It has a lot to do with like your stage that you're on, um, your platform, but it's really even differently. It's like, I, I believe everyone came here with a purpose. Everyone came here with gifts and superpowers to share with the world. And you think about all of that, like water or something. Mm -hmm. And then your midheaven to me is like the pipe, the faucet that it comes down to earth on. And when we align with that, we get to share in a way that feels fulfilling to us. We get to share our beliefs, our gifts, our magic, our medicine. And then we also get to reach the most people, the highest level of impact. So it's, it's like being of service for yourself and others and your midheaven line. So the way you're supposed to bring your gifts down, like the vehicle in which you bring them down to earth, that, that pipe, that platform is through is Taurus energy, which we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Taurus is like your Libra, which is Venus air. That's like refined Venus. That's like fine art, elegance. That's like beauty. That's the makeup. That's skincare. That's luxe. That's like, you know, like, okay, like refined air art, air Venus rather. Your career line is earth Venus, which is like money, stability, real estate, like things you can touch, things that give you security in life, things that are like, okay, the day-to-day money, like Libra is like higher level, like wealth, like, oh, I have antiques and like money and like investing, but maybe it's a little more abstract. And like Taurus is like, okay, no, like literally like what's my paycheck and what's in my bank account <laughs> and what's the money that I can like touch to give myself a sense of security in the world. So anything for you that's around any of that money, value, helping people connect to their value, their self-worth, real estate, like any opportunities you have for that. If this was 10 years ago, I'd be like, yeah, you're probably going to like 
invest in real estate or have a brick and mortar shop for you know your candy, which you might, or you might have pop-ups, but now because Uranus and all this stuff happening is on your midheaven, I'm like, oh yeah, like digital real estate, like digital money, digital art is going to be very important for you in terms of sharing those gifts with the world. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. So any questions or, or just comments on any of that? Mm, I don't know. Like I'm very, I feel very excited because that's exactly how I am. I, I tell my friends, I'm like, there is this part of me that's like nervous because right now, like Candyland, I call it Candyland when I go to work. They're like, what are you doing today? I'm like, Candyland. But I'm like, <laughs> I'm so deep into it. It's like, I have my manufacturer. I talk to people in the Netherlands about these molds. And I'm like, I have a whole team of people. And I'm like, there's like a self sabotaging part of me that's like, I almost don't want to go any deeper because I know once I hit go, I am that tiger that you talked about. And it's like, get out of my way, everybody. Here I come. Here I come. You're in my way. Adios. And it's like, I can't see. So it's like, I'm almost preparing myself for that. And so I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for her to come out because when she's here, she's, nobody gets in her way. So it's, and I don't, you know, like I do go into burnout normally. So I have to, yes. and I need to, I've been like doing my breath work and my meditating and trying mm-hmm. to get very Zen now because it's like, I can feel it coming. I'm like, Oh, yes. this is, the real deal is on its way and we ain't going to sleep. Oh yes, honey. When, when big sky daddy Jupiter's on your side, it's just like, let's bring this thing full throttle, but it's beautiful. It's Midas touch energy. It's like triple cherry on the slot coin machine of life like let's go so your job is just to be like we like along for the ride and just know how to like yeah take care of yourself along the way and just say yes trust it just be open to it and taurus is also food i didn't even talk about that that's a big taurus thing so taurus midheaven is food is sweets like taurus is like the five senses and pleasure and eating so wow. <laughs> i feel like every tourist listening to this is like um, hello we also love food like that's one of our biggest cosmic cliche it's just like so i'm like yes everything you're doing we love that and then you know the, the last thing i just wanted to say about your chart is your mars and virgo in the second house so mars and virgo can be a little bit of like the perfectionist energy which we love we love like perfecting the fine-tuning you just want to like i said especially this summer like i want you to be like from may till october just go do it do it fast figure it out like this, the rocket ship that has like screws and stuff falling off of it. Like we'll just fix that in November. Like we're just go. Oh, yeah. We want to like see how far we could push this baby, and then we will regroup in the fall. And then I want you to in that in the fall, I want you to let that Mars and Virgo take over. It's in your second house of money, so it's going to help you make money. Like perfecting, you're a constant editor. You're a constant perfecter. Like how can we do that better? And how mm. can we also take something that's already been done? This is one of your superpowers. I've been like, how could we do that better? How could we look around? How could we like edit something that already exists, but put your own twist on it? Or like mm-hmm. like that that fine tuning is so important and just like perfecting your process, which means you're gonna have to do something like, a few times over and over again. Mm-hmm. I always think about like Mars and Virgo is like Barack Obama, Gordon Ramsay, Britney Spears, even everything Britney Spears has been through. She still just has that like, when she's Mars and Virgo dancing or doing choreography, it's like per, on point, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that Mars and Virgo. It's like you hit the marks, you know how to stay on point, and you know how to just like keep kind of raising standards in a beautiful way or being like, how can this be a little bit better? How can I tweak that? 
but I want you to kind of put that on the back burner <laughs> until November. All okay. right. Got it. Does that make sense? We feel good about that? Oh, for sure. I know that that is my poor fiance. I'm always like, why don't we redo this? He's like, it looks fine. And I'm like, no, we didn't. Like, oh yeah, I'm oof, oops. But yes, I totally get it. Oh, beautiful. Oh my goodness. Amazing. And you're also a Leo rising, which is just beautiful. It's all going to add into that. It's all going to play into that. And you just keep following your heart and your purpose and what lights you up in your passion. That's like one of your assignments in life. So this is beautiful. Thank you so much. You've been Thank just you so beyond much. generous here. I'm like, there's so many good takeaways, so many good trinkets and little treasures in this episode. Is there anything that you want to like circle back to or anything you want to say just to like wrap up or something you're like, hey, one last one last tip from Megan here. Mm, believe in yourself. That's what I would say to everybody. Mm. Just believe in yourself. But no, I'm very grateful. And I thank you too for everything that you shared with me because it's super helpful and motivating. I'm like, okay, here we go. We have another confirmation. We're doing this. So now we're going to go big. Honey. That is what I'm here for. I live to support my cosmic baddies because we got to change this whole damn world, okay? We, we, need all of, we need all of the cosmic revolutionaries. We need all the bad bitches with the good hearts to the front. So I love that. Where can people like find you if people are like, hey, I need to learn about all of this or I want to like come support your candy company? Like oh, what's the best way for people to come find you? Instagram is probably the best. My TikTok is not so strong, but it's just at Megan Lanoue on my Instagram and it's at Megan Lanoue on my TikTok and my candy. I don't have anything posted yet, but it will be at Mago Sweets. But Aww. don't worry. If you follow me on Megan Lanoue, yeah. then I'll post and you'll see. We'll be hearing about it there. Okay. Yeah. We cannot wait. It's going to be Yay. so sweet. So exciting. Again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank Mwah. you for having me. Mwah. Bye. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other Cosmic Baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.